Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, you're listening to the Five Minute Talk Show with Phil Iazetta. We're bringing you today's best comedy and entertainment personalities. Now, your host, Phil Iazetta. I'm joined by, I think, a pillar in the comedy business. Guy's been doing it for over 30 years. I remember actually watching him on Star Search when he beat Carrot Top. I don't think many people could say that. The incomparable, legendary Mr. Bob Zaney. Bob, welcome. It's Thanks, an Phil. honor. I don't think anybody can say that. I'm the only one who can say I beat Carrot Top on Star Search because he only did one. And, right. And I was the one there. So. But I actually remember watching it. And and then it, what was so what funny. Were you, like four? I, I, I had You're to a be. Child. I had to be like six, I yeah. think. But Ed McMahon, that was one of my favorite shows. I mean, Ed McMahon was the best guy in the whole world. I know you play Rafi May on the, the radio. Yep. We did a roast together. It was Ed McMahon. We were roasting Ed McMahon and James Cameron, the director for oh, Tom wow. Arnold. Okay. And Ralphie wrote all these jokes for the roast, a big, like a notebook full, and half of them were just bombing. And finally, Ed was a very funny man. He had a sheet of paper. He said, hey, Ralphie, try these. And the place went nuts. He was handing him his jokes because that's how Ed was. Now, Ed, I want to talk about that for a second because a lot of people listening, you know, are 20-somethings. They didn't really have the experience with the Johnny Carson show and Ed McMahon In my mind, because I grew up on The Letterman Show, and I've talked about it before, nine years I spent as a kid, my childhood, just doing skits on that show. So I had an appreciation for Johnny and Ed and really Dave when he he wore the wrestling shoes, not this new David Letterman. I, I don't know what's happened. But Jay Leno, another guy, what's happened to entertainment? I mean, it's gone severely south because we're talking about royalty guys like johnny and ed they just don't make them like that anymore well it was a different time because there was less competition now you're up against everything you know we're up you're up against you you're up against everything going on so it's not this it's not the same world as you know 30 years ago when i started out you know there was like three networks and that was it and when fox came along i got a lot of exposure because of that and when cable really started to explode i got a lot of Motion from that. And then all of a sudden I was doing network TV. So it, I think what cable is, is what Johnny used to do with uh, David Letterman and right. Jay Leno and Gary Shanling. Let him host, co-host. I mean, ho- was it? I don't know why I'm sit in guest, yeah, host, sit, right. guest host. And so they got to become stars that way. Now right. you make a name for yourself on cable, then you move your way up to network. But now I don't know how important network is as it used to be. Well, it's it's amazing though because you know you see Conan going to TBS. That's almost unheard of twenty right. years ago because there was right. no TBS. Right. Well, there was, but it wasn't very yeah. much other than uh, I think old WCW wrestling right. matches. But no, well, it's changed to the point where it's still good. You know, you're still out there doing your thing, and if you can have you know three million viewers, you can be a hit. But the late night talk show, I mean, that was something that I held really dear to my heart. Right. I mean, you have a bunch of guys doing it now. But in, in my mind, there's three. In your mind, who are the top three, or who would you say really kind of nails what you think a late-night program should well, be? Well, Letterman, of course, but right. Johnny Carson's whole reason, one of the reasons yep. I became a comedian, him and Steve Martin, mm-hmm. because I graduated from high school in 79. Right. So we watched The Tonight Show, and when Joke Bomb, Johnny was at his funniest. That was to the, me, that's my yes. style, too. It's like you know, people always say, you know, what happens if you don't do well? I said, I get paid. Right. It doesn't, <laughs> what happens when you kill in a standing ovation? I get paid. So you go out and do your best you can, but some nights the jokes that are the killer jokes just don't work, and you got to get out of it. Well, the self the self deprecation I think is what made Johnny such a revered individual. Right. I mean, is it because people now they're too afraid to show they're vulnerable and they just want to all be rock stars? Yeah, but you can't be a rock star because you're playing to people who aren't rock stars. So you have to be somewhat human to them. You can be very good at what you do, but if you do not connect with them, it's about connecting with an audience. That's 
they see me up there, this goofball, you know, Bob Zaney, you know, being sarcastic and stuff. But for some reason, I must remind them of an uncle or a dad or somebody in their lives that they can relate and connect with. So, and I never really, I talk down to my audience, but I don't talk down to my audience. Does that make any sense whatsoever? It makes complete sense because yeah. it's like your friends. It's yeah. like you're talking I, with I, your friends. And when I started out, I used to think the audience was the enemy. And I went, well, that's stupid. No, they're yeah. not, you know. But I'm not going to like kowtow to the point where I'm love me, love me, Sally Field, you know, at the Oscars. But I'm going to be, you know, this is what I do. Love it, respect it, hate it. I don't care. I say goodnight at some point. Now, you have to be pretty well respected. I mean, you've been doing it for 30 years. I consider you a, a comedy legend. I think you're a household name, at least in my household you are. Yeah, but, well, you know, you have a 600-foot square apartment. <laughs> right. Now, let me say this. This is very interesting what you said about that. Yeah, I, you know, uh, I, I'm very fortunate. I am so grateful for my career. And, uh, you know, I worked with Roddy Dangerfield for two years, and uh, I booked his rooms. I was on his special. I, I became close with the man, mm-hmm. as close as you could be with someone of that stature. Right. And he kind of he was like my mentor without, you know, officially signing up for it. And I, I learned a lot from that. And, you know, and now I'm at this point in my career where people are kind of treating me a little bit. You know, people are in the comedy field treat me like, you know, Rodney. But it's like this guy taught me some stuff. Well, tell me about Rodney, because that was one of those guys who I held. I mean, you talk about revering someone easy yeah. money. Oh. I, I'm a lot older soul than i am yeah. in real well, years i've but, always been older so i mean but I, easy money i mean movies like that I, I mean rodney dangerfield those comedy specials the young comedian specials why don't we have that today well here's the thing why, why it was so successful is they captured rodney's character on stage why roseanne was so successful they captured roseanne's character on stage tim allen the same thing so once you capture once you realize this is why they're doing so well on stage then you capitalize on that the comics who did get sitcoms they tried to make them something they weren't why are you hiring them? They're not actors. They're human beings with a story and a point of view. So Rodney was that guy. And he, you know, he, in my documentary, Close Will No Cigar, there's a lot of talk about Rodney. I have such great Rodney stories. And Harry Basil at the Laugh Factory at the Tropicana. Well, of course, he was a lot closer to Rodney. We, one of my favorite stories was Harry and I were in Century City and Rodney had us witness his will. And we're walking down this, you know, the long corridor of Century City. He goes, man, you're the only two guys I respect. You know that, right, man? Okay, all right. So, and then I, our, our business concluded after two years and I saw Harry like six months later and I said, Hey, hey, remember when we witnessed Rodney's will? He says, yeah, he's changed it twice since then. (laughs) It's time for Bob Zaney and this week's Zaney Report. Time for the Zaney Report brought to you by BobZaney.com. See where I'm headed next there. In LA, the city has officially renamed Rodeo Road to Obama Boulevard. It will only allow left turns. Washington, D.C., two men were arrested for shooting an ice cream truck driver. The driver will survive because he's only shot in the drumstick and the nutty buddies. And finally, a sad note, Henry Block of H&R Block has passed away at the age of 96. For his wishes, he'll be buried after his family receives their tax refund. I'm on the Twitter, at Bob Zaney, Zaney Bob on the Instagram. Until next time, bay bay. Thanks, Bob. And welcome back to the 5-Minute Talk Show. Now, you, you got a podcast of your own. You, you co-host with uh, Zan, who is a beautiful young lady. You got this She's movie. very funny lady, too. And she's she's got my sense of humor a little bit. She's Don't screw with her on stage. She'll go after you. She's now, if, good. If people go to BobZaney.com, they can see all this stuff. I mean, Close But No Cigar, though, in my opinion, is what I want to talk about. Because yeah. we talk about the history. We talk about your 30 years in the business. Ralphie May was part of that documentary. Yeah, he was just a kid when I met him. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of people like that in this business now that, you know, they'll come up and 
Uh, I don't know if you know Flip Schultz. Sure, of course. Flip, uh, he came to the improv at the Riviera about 25 years ago. He was 13, and he took a picture with me. And I'm, you know, Bob Zaney, whatever. Right. And so he ends up opening for me in Florida, and he brings this picture. You know, he's a grown man now. Oh, God. <laughs> and you were, what, no 300 idea. pounds back then? No, I th- I've had a weight thing my whole <laughs> life, yeah. It's up and down all the time. But now it's the first time that I've really lost the weight, and I know I'm going to keep it off. Oh, well, you know, you definitely will. You, you yeah. look great, though, oh, Bob. thank you. And check him out, though, again, bobzaney.com, the documentary Close But No Cigar. You can go to closebutnocigarmovie.com. Yeah, I'm you can get that you. with the hour special live from Galesburg, Illinois. The documentary, the subplot is me getting my own hour special. I've never had that in this business, and now I've got both, so that's really cool. Well, you're going to get a lot more. I, I smell a sitcom coming your way. Well, I, I got a sitcom I'm doing a pilot number. There we go. Pilot number 25, Phil. Now, where, I hear 25 is the lucky number. <laughs> I've literally done 25 pilots or presentations. Who is smart show. enough this time to pick it up? Uh, it's a lady who actually cast me off YouTube. Go figure. Wow. And we got to set up the Bob Zaney station on YouTube because there's so much content out there. You know there. what? This is actually going to work, I think. Okay. Because it, that's odd enough where it should work. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I actually have a couple, a couple great uh, shows I've already done. One's called Baggage Claim, the talk show. And I run into comedians at Baggage Claim after we get off the flights. And I have Norm <laughs> McDonald, uh, David Allen Greer, the Sklar Brothers. So... Uh, David Allen Greer is a two-parter because our bags didn't come. And, you know, I'm, I'm talking with the comedians, and then I, I bring the camera. I have a little flip camera. I bring it down right. to baggage as it turns. There's no bags. But it's cool. And then there's backstage at Cactus Pete's in Jackpot, Nevada. I have a show that I do there about two or three times a year. But that is in the middle of nowhere. Cactus oh, yeah. That, that's my favorite story. Is I was walking through the casino, and this older gentleman at the penny slot looked up and said, Hey, Bob Zaney, what's the joke of the day? I said, You're a winner. Because I'm a people person, Phil. I love people. I, I met the overachiever guy. He was looked exhausted. I said, sir, you should get some sleep. He said, I'll sleep when I die. I said, why don't you go to bed early? And then I met this, this woman came up to me after the show. She said, I thought you were very funny in the beginning, but at the end, I didn't like you. And I said, well, that's so weird. I saw you coming over and I thought you were so pretty. Now, not so much. Because it's about people, and I truly believe, Phil, without people, we wouldn't even be here. Go to BobZady.com where you, too, can get your joke of the day. Now, Bob, i got to ask you this. You've, you've met every comedian there's been. Not everyone. There's a few that I haven't actually met, but, uh, yeah, well, I've met most of them. <laughs> most well, of the working guys and gals. Who would you pay to see? If you could, no time. Oh, Any time that's a great of question. all time, who would you pay to see? I wouldn't because I know I get free tickets. <laughs> they get free tickets to my show. That's a, that's a moot point, Phil. I wouldn't pay to see anybody. That's like I'd pay to see Pink. I love Pink. Oh God, she's the best. I'm going to run into Pink. I know it in Malibu when I'm hanging out with Nia. You're going to run into there. her right here. She lives here. Oh, she lives here. Her husband has the has the tattoo place right over no, at the Hard Rock. No, he doesn't. Yeah, really? the Hart and uh, at the Hard Rock, Hart and Huntington tattoos. That's so her he's there all the time. All the time. I, I see him in Whole Foods. Pink. If you want to see, we'll go to Whole Foods right well, now. We're going to go see Pink this week. Let's go hang out. <laughs> she on she's on tour. I know that. Bob, speaking of on tour, if people want to see you, you're playing all over the place. They go to yeah. bobzany.com. They go to touring information. I'm, I'm still going to hold this to you. I'm going to be in Rockford, Illinois, at Francesco's along with. Zan is Zan versus Zany, so that's going to be kind of cool. Well, on that's Saturday, fantastic, the... but I'm not letting you off the hook. No, no. Okay, if no, you I... if you could have any opener open for you from any time, and don't say Bob Zany, <laughs> no. who would it be? I mean, who, who open for me? Who, who do you respect that much? Because like, I respect I... most comedians, I really do. Because I'll tell you what, I know what it's like to be a comic. It's the astronauts club with comedians. Right. Now the astronauts club is very small. Well, it's like it the is. president's <laughs> club. Yeah, now it is. <laughs> right. And then, uh, but you know, the comics who've done this for a, a length of time. You, I respect that. And, you know, most of them are pretty good people. And then there's always the ones that ruin it for us all. A future in politics, I swear. Bob Zane no, will I'm not commit I, to an answer. No, I, 
I really like Zan Ofterheit. She's very funny. Oh, it's great working with her. <laughs> I and if you that. want to listen to Zan, you can check out the podcast, right? Check out the podcast, and we're going to get her some stuff of her stuff for you to get on the air, too. Without a doubt. And we got to get the CDs to you. We're, we're about to download this. I'm trying to keep up with the kids, Phil. Yeah. Right now, no, I'm downloading all my eight tracks to cassette. Well, you're not. So you're, once I get to there. Hey, let me tell you, you want to keep up with the kids, that little movie you did, and I'll leave you on this. The yeah. Informant, one of my favorites. I mean, Matt Damon, huge fan of his. What was that experience like? You had all those great comics like Tom Papa on set, Steven Rick Soderbergh. Oh, uh, Tommy Smothers. It was, we had all yes. these great, Tommy Smothers. I was in a scene with Tommy Smothers. It was so cool. Uh, what was that whole experience like? Because you talk right, about or, or it was Dick. I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> I always confuse those. I had friends who were twins in high school, and I could never tell them apart. But um, is there a story from the set? Right. It was a great. uh, I'll tell you one story. Um, I said to Matt, he starts doing the window blinds, closing them because he's about to tell me some secret. Yes. And there's then there's a door, and then there's that window blind. It's like maybe four inches long. And I said, Matt, wouldn't that be funny if you close that one too? Because it really didn't matter at that point. And he said, That's a great idea. He opens the door. He goes, Hey, Stephen, Bob had a great idea. And um, I thought about this. I was going. Either he thought it was a great idea or he was setting me up for failure. Right. But they filmed it, so there no, you I, go. I love the movie. It, it, you talk about just an outlandish, crazy movie. You don't really believe, if you haven't seen it, that Matt Damon's character, I don't want to say the word stupid, but that anyone could be that stupid. Oh, it's a great, you know what? When I read the script, I actually laughed out loud. It was a great read, So, and that's kind of rare. So I knew it was going to be a great movie. And it's a it's a cup of tea thing. Not everybody gets the right. film, but if you're if you're somewhat intelligent, you'll get the film. Hey, I think you're a comedy legend, so I'm a little twisted. Oh, what thank can I you say? very much. <laughs> well, you know, Zan and I we were doing a tour of Iowa. We went through uh, Desoto, Iowa. We stopped at a come and go market. By the way, the number one complaint in a come and go market: mayonnaise everywhere. <laughs> so the red box is out front, Phil. And my new movie, Twenty Three Minutes of Sunrise, is there. You know, my name's on the poster along with Eric Roberts and Nia Peoples. Right. And uh, so we we took a, we tweeted that photo at Bob Zaney, by the way, at Bob Zaney. We tweeted that photo. And then we walked in the store and there's a uh, DVD for Matt Damon's The Informant. So I was on the inside and the outside of the come and go You're a story. rock star. Well, I don't know about that. You got you coming and going. Yeah, coming and going. And I'm excited. I've never been in a red box. So this is very exciting for me. And Let I, me tell you. And I got Native American in me. <laughs> Bob Zadie, I absolutely adore you. I think you're one of the best working today. If you get the opportunity, please go by BobZaney.com and see this man live and support live comedy. It's really like nothing else, Bob. You've been doing it for 30 years. You still must get charged up every night. Well, you know, I do a lot of radio. I do with Bob and Tom. I do the Zane Report past over 16 years now. And people will will hear me on the radio and like what I do. And then they'll see me live and say, God, you're better live than on radio. And I always say, why at hope or why pay to see me? I don't want to disappoint you. I'm a trained stand-up comedian. You know, they ask Sinatra, what are you? What are you, Frank, after everything Frank has done? <clears throat> he said, I'm a saloon singer. Well, what am I? I've done radio, TV, film, podcast, everything you can name. I'm a stand-up comedian. No, you're a That's, people person. Well, I love people. I truly <laughs> believe it. I was here in Vegas. This is so cool. Are we allowed to say we're in Vegas or you got yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, but no. I, I, was, I was going for a walk on the strip and this, this homeless guy sees me pick up a penny face down. Because I'll pick it up. To me, it's cash. He goes, that's bad luck. I said, I guess you'd freaking know. Because I love people. It's just, to me, people are the best. Anyway, BobZaney.com for all, at, at BobZaney on the Twitter. I like to call it the Twitter for Betty White because she's the best. You like Betty White? I love Betty White. But, but Bob, I got to tell you this. You're the best. And ah, I, I got to thank moments. you. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule. Really, I, it means a lot to us. Yeah, it was this or the buffet. Thank you. <laughs> what do you mean busy schedule? Yeah, actually, I have a lot going on. Bob, you have a great day. Please check out BobZaney.com. 
You've been listening to the 5-Minute Talk Show. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and keep listening at 5MinuteTalkShow.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a 5-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.